PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Okay. Show me. Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What's up, my dudes? I braved the sub-freezing temps yesterday to catch a screening of VFW in the city. No, VFW is not a documentary about the late 90s hardcore scene. VFW is a grim and gritty siege thriller. The second film in two months to be released by Joe Bigos. I've covered Bigos extensively over the years, from Almost Human in Mind's Eye, his early Cronenberg homages, to the more recent psychedelic vampire film Bliss. I love this guy's movies. They look like they are true works of passion and dedication, and I bet they're a blast to make. You can tell every single cent this crew has is up on the screen. And by building a pretty dedicated fan base, Bigos and his partners in crime Josh Ethier and Graham Skipper have been able to make bigger and wilder movies with each release. BFW is their biggest and possibly best effort to date. It starts with a classic droney synth score and a title card that says something like, in the midst of America's crushing opioid crisis, a new street drug has swept the population. Hypermethiophetamine, aka Hyper. The Hypers are desperate for their fix and willing to do anything to get it. And then the movie gets going. With a gang of drug dealers and their internal conflicts, with an army of addicts at their disposal, and introduces us to our cast of army vets, who happen to drink at a VFW hall across the street from the abandoned movie theater the drug dealers call home. The cast is filled with Bigos regulars, Graham Skipper, Josh Ethier, Dora Madison, and also brings in a hard-hitting group of character actors and B-movie favorites like Stephen Lang, George Went, Fred Williamson, William Sadler, Martin Cove, and David Patrick Kelly. Once a girl named Lizard steals a bag of drugs and runs into the BFW, this movie takes off like a rocket. Also, it's like real violent. Like super violent. Think about what if Takashi Miike made Assault on Precinct 13, and that's about right. It's in a limited theatrical release right now, so see it if you can, but it will be on demand soon. Almost all of Joe Bigo's movies are currently streaming somewhere. Check them all out. Let them keep making their specific brand of down and dirty horror. Stay cool. I'm Billy D. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 371 of Cinema Crespetti. So, I'm your host. I'm Chris Crespo. I'm in the recently renovated Crespediso studio. In what way? I'm not going to bother to describe it to you. It We're chilling with Drew Cogburn. It doesn't matter, Chris. Oh, oh wait. No, that's, no. Yeah, that's, yeah, for you. that's yeah. correct. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's, yeah. it's an all for you just for mm-hmm. your intro. Yeah. That's the audience. When I say it's Drew, they're all so happy that you're here on Valentine's Day weekend. Sure. My perennial Valentine, Drew Sakagra. <laughs> I mean, if it happened, yeah, I mean, yeah, if it happens on the weekend. Actually, I guess we're Galentines. More like, 
We should have Galentine's? Yeah, so we need, we need <laughs> a male version. So there's Galentine's the day before, the day after should be Palentine's Day. Okay. Where the dudes are like, we're dudes, dude. And like, you know what? No, I got I, your no, back, we're bro. Not, we're, we're, we're not, we're not duding it up. Come on, dude. Let's bro it up, dude. No. I'm not asking. I don't want, I don't, I don't want to dude it up. Dude, duding it up implies like uh, uh, cowboy boots. In football. <laughs> yes. I want, I want to. I'm not doing either of those I don't things. want to dude it up. I want to bro down. We're gonna bro down. That sounds a little. Just sounds a little weird. A little, <laughs> yeah, better. That sounds better. Still strange. Duding it up sounds like uh, the dude up. It, it sounds it, very nineties. It, it sounds very nineties. A lot of physical exertion there. Sounds like maybe there's coke involved. Probably the, the bro down is more like way more chill, open to adventure. Just seeing where the night goes. I don't know about the night part. Yeah, man, the dude up versus the bro down. It's like um, night's the time for sleeping. It's like broke back mountain is the dude up, <laughs> but the bro down is more of a of a cruising scenario. <laughs> <sighs> I don't like the way that this is going, Chris. You know what? <laughs> I do not we're, like the way this is going. We're gonna abandon this minefield of Drew uh, <laughs> Chicago Burton. We went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog. We did. It was an interesting weekend for movies. This well, Valentine's Day weekend. I mean, yeah, it was either chick flicks. It was either watching Lakeith Stanfield and what's her face. It's all right. Try and fuck each other. Yeah, but it's PG thirteen, so yeah. they don't. Come on, obviously. Give me some nipple. <laughs> I want to see some nips, man. Either of them, like PG thirteen, probably get some Lakeith nips. Um, uh, was that or what was the other one that's also oh, Fantasy Island, which would be the horror version for couples, mm-hmm. so they could either see the romantic film or they could see the horror film. Or what else came out? And then the other movie besides what we saw was the uh, what was it? I'm was, trying to think because there's four goddamn brand yeah, new I movies only, that came out this weekend. Only three of them made any money, I guess. And the one I wanted to see was a the the expansion of Parasite. Play that three three times a day over here. Was it Portrait of a Lady on Fire? No, because that's not playing here. Because I want to see that. That is great. Great reviews. Considered one of the best movies in nineteen. Finally, now in February twenty twenty, people are getting to see it. Ridiculous how that works out. Did we spring a leak? I don't know what it is. I can't. Fi- I can't figure out what the fuck movie it is. Oh, uh, downhill. There we go. Oh, downhill. The remake of Force Majeure, which just as we forgot about it, now no. it will be forgotten mm-hmm. very soon. Yeah. Um, the photograph pretty well reviewed. I believe it's in the seventy, yeah, high seventies on Rotten Tomato in terms of overall percentage. Whereas Fantasy Island on the other end is like Drew said, nine percent. Nine percent, yes. Nine yes. percent on Rotten. Downhill Tomatoes. was forty. Down, yeah, that's what I expected. And the earlier word out of that one was uh, very strong. Photograph seventy five. Yeah, Photograph 75. So that'll be worth checking out eventually on Netflix or I mean, or Amazon. Sonic Prime was 63. Well, here we go. Surprisingly Sonic, enough. 63%. Click on that top critics. Let's let's winnow it down. Drops to 50. What does it drop to? 50%. So I would still say. I mean. For for best. what's the What competition do we have for best video game movies? We got. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. All these movies come out in the last two, three years. No. Um, anything else you want to throw in there for what could possibly be considered... Best video game movie? Silent Hill. 
I mean, those are the, I mean, that's a whole franchise. And, and it's for as bad as it is, it's not completely awful. It does its thing. Resident Evil. That that became like its own thing. Same like thing. I, I didn't I didn't play the video game and I barely watched the movies, so yeah. I don't know if I don't know how they coincide. I watched someone play the video game once. I just know that Mila Jovovich just kills everything in those movies. Yeah, whatever apparently. Is, whatever is in the movie, yeah. she kills she kills it. it. <laughs> That's all I know. She's made a whole decades yeah. longer out of, of killing <laughs> CG things now. Good, yeah, good for her. Um, um, so I don't. I mean, okay. there's really not much out there. So. Uh, and then on the flip side, you got your Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and, uh, well, yeah, and your Double Dragon. Oh my goodness, your Street Fighters. Mm, and, uh, multiple iterations of Street Fighter. Movies. I know, right? What the heck? They keep trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a small hill to climb to be a good video game movie. I think Angry Birds Two is Pro- actually, I mean, yeah, technically one of the best reviewed video game movies. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Um, the Minecraft movie yet to come. It's coming though. Oh, I'm sure it'll be here. It, it'll be this 2020. I, I I think it I think it missed its time. Oh, is that a missed reference? No. Oh. I, I think I oh, think I thought, that I it came. You, I thought you were I think that it came too late on on the video game Mist. No. Did you play Mist? Yes, I did. Point, I, point and click adventure. I also P- puzzle game. I also played the uh, the satire Pissed mm. with John Goodman, where everything was all shitty. Yeah. It was like the the, the, the same and John the Goodman, same little world was polluted. And John Goodman was pretty much playing King Ralph. It was really weird. God damn King Ralph. <laughs> That's a weird movie. Okay, so uh, just in terms of video game movies, Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, at least there's kind of a plot of sorts. Is a wa- I mean, it doesn't. It, it's a movie. It really doesn't have anything to do with the video game per se, except for the fact that there's a guy named Doctor Robotnik who yep. does have robots. Yes, and they're not powered by tiny animals in this one, but they are eggish. Yes, uh, and uh, there is Sonic the Hedgehog. He's got rings. He there are rings involved. When he drops them, they go on the floor. It's so weird. I, um, I was fine with that. I was like, oh my god, they did it. Uh, <laughs> they found a way for the rings to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for for mean, the rings to scatter. <laughs> though, though, th- those two things happened in the movie. Um, it only happens really once, and it's in the trailer, but I wanted more of him get into a ball position and then... Yeah. <laughs> like, like powering yeah. up. Yeah. The best part of the game is when he can he hit down, he power, 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 and then he... Yeah. Off even mm-hmm. faster. Yeah. Um, so we saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. It's a movie. It is. Uh, it had a beginning, middle, and an end. I was. I feel like it was twelve minutes too long. How how long is it? What's the actual runtime? Hour right? forty. Yeah. See, twelve minutes. It yeah. should have been an hour twenty-eight. Yeah. I was like, why? At the end, it, when when things were like resolved, I was like, why is this movie still going for like another a few more minutes? Why? So we could have the the end scene with the end Doctor Robotnik. The end scene is the only part that I keep. Fucking amazing. <laughs> the end scene. The end scene is the only. Part Jim that Carrey. I keep. You know, for as awful as this movie was, Chris, mm-hmm. Jim Carrey, for what he was doing, what he was doing. It was perfect. I was, he was pretty great. He was pretty over the top. He was doing that 90s carry thing. He why, th- There were some points in time where I was like, this is Ace Ventura with a mustache. Yes. He, <laughs> yeah, he was doing the, um, the big body movements. Uh, he has one scene where he's straight up dancing. Oh, the, the dance scene is really good. It was really fun with the lights. And yeah, the, all of it. They're just like, have fun here. Do the thing. Yeah. Have yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a Jim Carrey showcase in a way that we haven't had a chance to see him. in, in a while. while. And, and, and it's... It really is perfect for him. And I like that he's a bad guy, so he gets to be all menacing and yeah. a, a jerk to people and yeah. get in their faces and I'm, stuff. 
very enjoyable. Jim Carrey would be a great video game bad guy. Yeah. Like an actual video game? Yeah, an actual video game. I believe so. I believe... I, I also enjoy the design of his robots and, like, his car things. Everything uses, like, Chase, Sonic, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I, yeah. like, I like the design yeah. of all that stuff. I like... Let me talk about the things I like. Anything that had to do with Jim Carrey. I like how, at one point... Uh, that, that's what I like. Can this movie even be spoiled? I don't know if this, this movie is, like, not spoilable. It's the most... Generic, Gen- yes, <laughs> like nothing in it is surprising at any point. No. You're <clears throat> as a viewer, you're constantly ahead of it just because you've by date and by dint of having seen a movie, mm-hmm. of even I've even having heard a story, mm-hmm. right? So, there's nothing surprising about it. Um, the uh, it was funny at the end where so the uh, Marsden is Sheriff Tom, yes. And uh, he's in the small town of Montana, mm-hmm. and there's apparently one other cop there, and his name is Wade, mm-hmm. and he's very stupid. And at the end, uh, when all the town shows up to, like, save Sonic, and, I mean, the town, there's a scene in the movie where the town shows up to save them. The town shows up to save him. He, uh, Robotnik almost gets shot in the face. Yeah. A bullet hits, like, two inches away from him. Wade is an idiot. There's no way he's a good shot. He fully intended to kill that man, yes. and then he just happened to miss. Uh-huh. Uh, that could have been in the movie. That would have been a wild ending. <laughs> this movie would have shot off my book if it ended with uh, uh, it would have been very. Uh, I don't almost said every single. It would have been very surprising. Be like whoa, <laughs> yeah, that would blew his head off. No, yeah, that would have been, that would have been nuts. And then maybe like nanobots, or may, maybe it's revealed that he was a robot or something. At the end, there's a voiceover thing where it's like, "You guys act like you haven't seen a, a robot with a PhD." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Wait a second, was he a robot this whole time?" I, he could maybe, but. The, is that something that they cut out? I don't know. But then they left that in the ADR by accident? I don't know. What's going on here? Is he a robot man? I don't know. Um, that would have been... See, that would have been fun if he did get shot and if Wade did shoot him in the face. And you're like, oh my god. <laughs> nope, And then robot. it turns out he's a robot. It's like, oh, okay, that's... See, that would have been surprising. Whatever. And then, spoilery. <laughs> but <laughs> it didn't actually happen, no. so... Non- spoiler for something that didn't happen. <laughs> spoiler for my dream movie that I wish did happen. I mean, that's a weird Sonic movie that you want. I like how when the Paramount logo started at the beginning with the mountain and the stars came in, it, and was, the like, rings. it was the rings. Yeah. I like when Paramount does that. Yeah. They it's always tie fun. that into the movie. It's always fun. Yeah. That's a good time. I'm really stretching for things I like about <laughs> this movie. I liked how James Marsden didn't want me to pull my eyeballs out. He wasn't that. He wasn't terrible. He just did his job. He just did his job. He was just there. He's just there. Anyone could have done what he did. Yes. Um... I mean, Carrie is the only one going for anything. Mm-hmm. Everyone, yeah, he car- he carries yeah. the movie. For get, well, I mean, he does. For if us. he if he was the not- movie itself was actually carried by Ben Schwartz, but for us as a viewer, we're there for I'm, I'm for there Jim for Jim Carrey. Carrey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's all about Sonic Ben Schwartz. Um, who I don't know. I guess it's fine. I wonder how much of it was like written and what was uh, improv. I, I want to. I want to watch the trailer, the original trailer. I just want to know what's changed, what's doing. What's I just want to know how Sonic knows so much about human popular culture. Uh, well, because in just like all of these characters that move really fast. And how does he speak English? Well, here, well okay, here's the thing. So I, I, all these characters that move really, really fast, right? And when did we get more barbarian knuckle people? For the third time, just, so, just how all these movies and the, all these characters, in these movies move really, really fast. Somehow, just because they move fast, the physics 
that they do in their world also goes with them. So, for example, if uh, Sonic is moving really fast through a room to like rearrange everything uh, in, a, in a bar fight scene, which now we've seen multiple times in X-Men movies and yes. stuff and, and mm-hmm. in Flash and whatever, right? Um, he, at the same time, will like take out his phone and take a selfie with someone. But that works in his time, yes. Yeah, so now the phone is like, he's like, but is the phone really moving that fast? So it would just be a blurred picture. Of uh, because you know, so that happens throughout anyway. Yeah, uh, I forgot. Well, I mean, it, it is almost a live action cartoon. It's I mean, it's a cartoon. It might as well be Roger Rabbit. He's yeah. a straight up little cartoon blue guy. Mm-hmm. There's not even a hint of realism. No. in there. Every now and then, I'm looking at this firm like I guess that's sort of they're sort of going for photoreal, but for the most part, you just look like it's just a cartoon guy. Yeah, just a cartoon guy with a silly voice. Uh. Yeah, so I don't know, but outside of that, I mean, come on, it's, what the fuck? Mm. It's for kids, though. There were kids, were the kids laughing? I wasn't paying attention. Mm. They weren't, they weren't, like, dying laughing. No. There's some parts, there were a couple of parts that made me chuckle. When, uh, when the, the army room, they're having a debriefing, and the, the one guy suggests we have to bring in Robotnik. One guy said, you can't mean him. He's a psychological tire fire. Mm-hmm. That, that made me laugh. <laughs> the idea of that phrase just being in the kids yeah. movie. A psychological, yeah. He's a psychological tire fire. He, he was. Uh, and he is, yeah. And the way he treats his um, subordinate. Mm, that, it's actually a lot of fun. He, yeah. he, uh, when he got, uh, handed him his coffee, the latte, and his reaction to taking the latte, uh, that was uh, genuinely funny. Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, was that written? Was that found in the moment? Was that a Carrie improv? That was, pro- improv, that was or... probably Jim Carrey being amazing. Was, was... There's little bits here. There are parts, moments that made me smile or maybe almost even laugh. And when you condense all that together, it will equal, I give it a generous uh, 10 seconds. I mean... 12 seconds. 12 seconds. The coffee scene has a little bit of setup there. 15 seconds of footage. I was like, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So out of a movie that was uh, an hour and 40 minutes... Which, you is got, 12, which is 12 minutes too long. Yeah. You got you got 14 seconds of good footage. Cool. I liked the bit at the end where the, the robot... That was the best the, part. The Robotnik reveal. That, that, was the best, uh, that was the best part of the whole fucking movie. Because obviously they're trying to set up the back where we're going to make more of these. No, I mean, And then please, if we do, Robotnik's got to come back and... I, I mean, please... Don't, but like the way that whole end scene was set up, like how gritty and weird oh, yeah, and crazy, got, like got weirdly Colonel Kurtz apocalypse now for a second. That's the movie I want to see yeah, with like, Jim that, Carrey. Like, that's kind of really weird. I, I want to watch that movie and uh, his 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 partner Stone yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah that, that's the movie I want to see. Um. Which it won't be. Sonic 2 won't be that movie. <laughs> it'll just That's all be, I want, though. It'll just be more That's the this. movie I want. I've seen the first one. When they make the second one, even with Carrie coming back. No. No, I'll definitely, yeah. Like, G- gave us one a shot. Like, it'll, it'll be, it will be on HBO or TBS. And I'll be like, oh, what, what yeah. did Jim Carrey do on this Exactly, one? yeah. And you know what? We gave it a shot. Well, there's, what other Sega movies you want to... Well, there's Sega properties now you want to see. They got that big, flashy Sega original film intro. Yeah, they do. Can't that thing can go unused? I know it looks very Marvel Comics. Yeah, so exactly, we got to use this thing. So, uh, what other uh, Sega properties should we be making, Drew? What do you think? I mean, none. Toe Jam and Earl, is that what you said? Toe Jam and Earl will be a good one. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'd see that live action or cartoon. Animated. Oh no, live action. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh no, live, live action. This all is the great. Way. This is going great. <laughs> I mean, if we're going that crazy, we gotta go super bonkers. <laughs> Like that uh, SpongeBob movie where they were interacting when they interact with the real world. Yes, 
but they're like weird little CG creations. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, is that supposed to? Am I supposed to think that's real? Yeah. Um, all right, so we'll do a Toe Jam Neural movie. I'll watch that Toe Jam Neural movie. We'll do a uh, neighbor zombies ate my my neighbors ate my parents. What was that one? Zombies ate my neighbors. We'll do that one for the horror Bloomhouse. So okay. we'll work with with Sega on that one. And uh, well, we need a good one. And um, Aladdin. I'm there to did that twice. What a movie version of the video <laughs> game? They beat us to it. How did they do that already? I didn't know anyone knew about that game. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was our secret. Nope. Uh, someone asked, um, "Who was it? Was it Wacky? No. Someone asked someone, "What video game movie was it for this?" Oh, it was James Marsden. Someone asked James Marsden, "What video game um, movie would you like to see?" Similarly, any video game. Which one? Did, what's your favorite video game? And would you like to see it be made into a movie? And he's like, "Well, my favorite video game sort of it can't sort of be made into a movie because my favorite one is." Uh, 64 N64 Goldeneye. So it's yeah, already so it's already a movie. It's, kind of it's, already, it's already sort of a movie. Yeah, based on a movie. Yeah. Which is, uh, I was like, oh yeah. Except James Bond doesn't run around killing all the scientists for fun. Unless. <laughs> so that's the thing. so you, you do the thing. It's almost like when he translates something from English into Chinese and then back in English. You're like, whoa, this came back with. <laughs> this came back weird. Or it's not a unicorn in these bookshelf instructions when I sent them out. Uh, maybe it'll be a weird. Uh, a translation thing when then it comes back and then you make the movie out of the video game thing. Yeah. Like, this is strange. So, Sonic the Hedgehog, I would give it on a scale of 0 out of 10 rings, t- uh, time dimension hopping with zero explanation rings. Like, there's a prequel where Baby Sonic goes through the ring that takes him into the movie. That's the Owls of Gahul. Yeah, apparently. pretty much. That was weird. Because <laughs> the movie opens with like, why is he with the Owls of Gahul? And then, <laughs> and, like, and, and and then they're like, you got to go to Earth. Like, what? Excuse me? There's a whole movie here we're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, all the weird barbarian knuckles people. Those guys were... They, they but were, were they birds, though? Because they, they all had like masks on. They, they, looked, they looked like knuckles. In the video games. Because they, no, they all had the, the two spikes. And yeah. they, it was all red dreadlocks. That was weird. Yeah, it was strange. Like they were, I, I was surprised when I didn't see like a multi-tailed fox just kind of run through. Five rings. What would you give it out of ten rings? Uh, I'd probably be like around like three and a half, four. Yes, that sounds right. That sounds accurate. Giving us a score, final score of three points, two five ish. Yeah, all right. Um, let's get into our media diets. Once you watch, you watch and do anything. This week, I mean, uh, the Outsider, obviously, keeping up on that. Uh, watching, uh, still watching Avenue Five. They've started to add space poop humor, which is always good stuff. You know what? So, I mean, it'll be timeless. Yeah. Cavemen laughed about it in the beginning, yep. I guarantee it. Yep. We will laugh about it for, for forever. Exactly. <laughs> that's my that's my intellectual drop of the week. Uh, w- <laughs> oh, that's wrong button. <laughs> Watch some stuff on Netflix, because uh, I canceled cable, so... Hey, so did I. I have nothing else to do. Congratulations. Uh, Watch Ottoman colon Rise of an Empire. It's basically like a, a half dramatic retelling and then half like smart dudes sitting in libraries telling you things in an English accent. Okay. About... Um, the Rise of the Ottoman Empire. Ottomans. The Ottoman Empire. Yes. Those guys. And how they conquered Constantinople. Istanbul. Constantinople. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something I don't know? No. It, the, 
after they conquered Constantinople, they renamed it Istanbul. So oh, okay. That's, right, that's how it works. So, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody knows what the Turks. It's, it's the other way. What? Who did that song? Or they might Istanbul. be giants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they might be giants. Uh, so watch that. Okay. Uh, also on Netflix, there's a fun little documentary called Who Killed Malcolm X? Oh, yes. Uh, and the- it was, I mean, I, I, I always knew, like, of Malcolm X. I sure. knew he was, you know... Point counterpoint mm-hmm. to Martin Luther King. Yep. So Martin Luther King is Magneto Professor X. Exactly. Sure. Exactly. Sure. Uh, so like I got that, but I never and I knew he was assassinated, but I never yes. really knew Why? anything. Well, I, I never knew anything about it. Sure. So I decided to watch this little thing. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a crazy story. And it and it reminded me of that weird documentary that I can't ever find that told us that uh, George H. W. Bush killed Kennedy, basically. Uh, the YouTube thing that was like yeah. a really bad PowerPoint presentation. Yes. yes. What happened? To that? I don't know. But that thing that, was bonkers. That, that person was killed. And if that, and that if, information and was if, wiped if off the internet. Any of that was real, like George H. W. Bush killed Kennedy. It, 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 it was, <laughs> or was bad, at least complicit. It was the bad YouTube version of a room with a lot of red thread. <laughs> yeah. Going was, from thumbtack to thumbtack. Bonkers. But at the end, you're like, this all makes sense. No, exactly. So it felt like that. Interesting. But it was. So, Something there, I, it, it's like a T. It's like a TV. It, the mm-hmm. the information is all very good. Yeah, it's just presented in a very television budgeted way. Sure, I got you. And it's on Netflix, and you know Netflix already kind of has like this feel to their mm-hmm. documentaries. Yes, and it's it it's not of that production quality, but the information is still there. It's still there, and it's. It's quite fascinating. The someone like reopened some sort of case or some sort of investigation. Pe- uh, people are like looking back into the assassination attempt or attempt, the successful assassination, and all that based on this. This that happens. The Thin Blue Line is the movie that came out uh, about someone in prison for killing a cop who didn't do it. After the movie came out, people reopened based on the movie, reopened yeah. the case. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy didn't do it. <laughs> you know how we know who didn't do it because we got someone else on film being like, oh, yeah, I did it. <laughs> Thank God for movies. Who killed Malcolm X? Okay, that's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, also watched uh, Giri Haji, Duty Slash Shame on how you, Netflix. How do you write that? I'll spell that. How do you write that? How do you write that? There. All right. Uh, and it's uh, it's uh, Japanese, uh, co-production between uh, Japanese and BBC. So it's uh, like a Yakuza in London. And shit goes down, crazy things happen. It was okay. Just okay. It's just okay. Just okay. It's just okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not, too, not making me excited to go to check it out. I have a lot of stuff to watch. I should. Yeah. No. It's fine. Bother. It's fine. It's cool. It's fine. It's cool. If you if you miss it, so be it. You didn't learn anything? I mean, no? everybody did a good job. There, there was a really strange five minute inter- black and white interpretive dance sequence at the end. Okay. Now you're which talking. Which came out of nowhere. Now you're talking. Um, but I mean it. I mean it was. It was just okay. <laughs> All right, so not worth it. Yeah. All right, understood. Gary uh, Haji. And then I watched a couple of uh, stand-up specials. All right, uh, here we go. I watched uh, Jim Norton contextually inadequate on oh. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Oh my goodness! And it's just Jim. It's Jim Norton doing. Uh, it's a one-hour special from 2016. But from if you're 2016, if, okay. if you're familiar with Jim Norton, it's just, and it's, just it's, thing. it's just it's more of him. More Norton. Yes. He's been doing it for a long time now. God, it's so funny. Why would Why would he stop? If it, if it hasn't uh, stopped working for him. And then uh, on Netflix, it's a two-part stand-up special. Hmm. Uh, Ari Schaefer, double negative. Oh, he just got a lot of trouble. I'm sure he did. <laughs> he, he says some very offensive things that are absolutely hilarious. 
What did, he, what did he just do? I'm writing this down. Double negative. He did it. Has a two parter. Yeah. What did he just do? He oh uh, a Kobe joke. Uh, yeah, a, Kobe, a Kobe joke day of. It wasn't even a, that, no. It wasn't even a joke actually. That makes sense. It wasn't even a joke. He put out an Instagram video where he's just like fuck him, fuck that guy. He deserves to die. Well, I'm not sure, shit. but I'm not sure if he deserved to die. But I mean, yeah, a lot of people were like uh, taking the old. Well, he was, he was a rapist, uh, so he deserved it. Tacked well, uh, like it, the it, day of immediately after. Uh, not, a lot of people are like, "That's I mean, dude's dead. What's the point of even bringing it up now?" I'm not saying he was a rapist, but there was a pretty credible accusation at one point in time. There was a civil suit. That like was I said, settled out of court, said, which I, is not I, a. Uh, admission yep, of innocence exactly. <laughs> or guilt, but it's like uh, I said. <laughs> but yeah, he said some like really hateful shit, uh, and people are like, "Well, fuck this guy," and he lost really fast. Yeah. Lost a handful of things. Oh no, guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, it, and uh, you just don't do that. Yeah, but you know, when all these dudes, they just end up then on uh, on YouTube and uh, like blah blah blah, freedom of speech, and uh, they get a well, GoFundMe or something, and then all oh, they're 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 cycle fan fans um kick him some money and mm-hmm. it's a very it's a very tiring world to live in Drew. yeah it's very tiring but it's a funny stand-up special so. very cool okay jim norton uh adi shafir uh double negative that's uh so technically three because he said yeah. it was a, a two-parter so that's three things you watched right there yeah anything mm-hmm. else no that's it that covers everything, that was everything. yeah <coughs> oh uh, uh-huh. I also See, that's why i ask yeah. uh so I've I've been playing Civilization Six for a while now. Okay. Uh, and uh, I was on some Reddit thread, and I always like the during the uh, the intro to every game. There's like a little spiel that uh, is read about your civilization. Okay. And it's like blah 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 yada yada yada. You're going to do this. You just did that. Blah blah blah. And I always like the voice. I was like, it sounds like somebody familiar, but I could never put finger on it like and the actual voice in the yeah, game of the yeah and it's fucking sean bean hey all right <laughs> why, why? Did, it, did it finally just click no i saw I, saw it? I i saw a thing on it. like there was a, a post with some stupid pictures and sean bean in there yeah. and i was like why is sean bean in this civilization <laughs> thread like i don't i don't get it so i did some research and yeah. i was like oh he's when does not simply not yeah. now just picture the, the yeah, meme. Yeah. um there you go Sean Bean. <laughs> so Sean Bean is in the game that I've been playing for like a year. Now. Man, so nice to kill them twice in GoldenEye. Bring yeah. it back around to GoldenEye. Uh, all right, there we go. For, uh, myself, I had a, a crazy busy week that prevented me from doing all the things I wanted to do. Cool. I, I barely read any of my book um, before they were hanged. Uh, I got, I'm so close to the end. <clears throat> but you're not there. I'm so close to the end of this book. And I'm, but you're not there. I read it. I got like a good 40 pages in this morning. I got like another 100 to go. I'll, I'm going to finish it this week. I'm excited to finish it so I can read the third book to see what's going to happen. It's a great... Uh, Hopefully it's not a super big letdown. You know what? Based on uh, the, the buzz around it, uh, you know, how much people like this thing that's been over... It's over 10 years old. Uh, I feel like it'll stick the landing. Okay. I think so. It's going well. Um, but I did get a watch. Last week I talked about rewatching Don't Look Now, that, that Donald Sutherland yes. English horror film. Uh, this week I rewatched one of my favorite 70s. That that was more English horror paranoia thriller. Mm-hmm. This is 70s American paranoia thriller. You ever see Marathon Man, the Dustin Hoffman movie where uh, uh, there's diamonds and there's a... a an old German Nazi guy, and he's like, "Is it safe? Is it safe?" No, I don't know. Doesn't man. ring a bell. Man, it's really good, especially if 
for people into 70s uh, movies and that kind of uh, parallax view, all the President's Men type of vibe. Um, what did I watch? I think I watched it on Tubi, but it's also available on Pluto TV for free. You know, or you can just people want to stream it or pay for it. It's really, really good, Drew. Mm. You would like it. It's also under two hours. Mm. You would like it. It's really good. Um, finally started watching Better Call Saul season season four. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So watch first couple episodes down. Still annoying how old everyone looks, but besides for that, it's fine. It's fine. It's like the, yeah. the story. It's, it's the story is starting to really uh, starting to kick in, and um, it's good. I'm enjoying it. Just just forget that everybody looks older. And it's a prequel. I'm just getting through it. Just getting through it, enjoying the the evolution of uh, of uh, Jack Jack McGill, Jimmy McGill. You saw good. We once saw a wrestling show. Yes, we did. U.S. USA Pro U.S. USA Pro Wrestling. Pro, U.S. I think it's USA. Pro. USA Pro Wrestling at the Orlando National Armory. Be there. Be there. Uh, it was a great opening match. Four way tag. It was the uh, the the blonde boys. Right, uh, yeah, something like that. Uh-huh. There was the uh, they, they had beer steins on their uh, drawers. Yeah, beer steins. So I think they were the, were the blonde boy. Yeah, so they had beer steins, and one of them had clearly dyed blonde hair. Yes, I love it when they do that. Uh-huh. Uh, they had the um, there was the uh, the skinny guys, the, those black dudes are like yes. crazy skinny. Mm-hmm. There was the uh, the duck team. Yes, that got the crowd to keep quacking. Yes, and then there was the uh, the uh, the team that won. Ah yes, the very the very large men with skulls on their faces. The guys with skulls on their faces, they're sort of like headbangers, a little kind of bushwhackery. That was a fun match. Yeah. Fun match. Four way tag, elimination style, thirty minutes long, few spots, a lot of jumping out of the ring. Yeah. Uh some jokes that had some humor in there. Yes. I like the work being done. When you're at when you're at a tiny show like that time, what was it, like four hundred people? When you're at a Probably. small show and you're so close. You can really appreciate the work done by the people, like the managers, the mm-hmm. escorts and stuff. So I liked how two of the teams had their own sort of like a guy coming out with them. Mm-hmm. And they were they're like yelling at the crowd. Like one guy was like, shut up, you know, whenever they're trying to get the quack. And oh, was, yeah. And then he, he got like, he got into it with the other guy. And then they ended up getting into it. And yeah. And, uh, they built up. It was, it was a fun, it was a fun, decent uh, opening match. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty crazy way. To start an epic night of wrestling, we're going to talk about every single match we saw. The second match of the night, Drew Chicago, <laughs> was uh, Cha Cha Charlie versus the one, the, the one only Dembro, Emerald Emperor. Yeah. Simon says, um, Simon says, right when he wrestles, yes. Simon says, yes. <clears throat> um, fantastic match, about ten minutes long, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot pre- of shit talking in the beginning, proceeded, which was great. Yeah, preceded by like five minutes of Simon just shit talking people on the mic, the crowd. Charlie, uh, the crowd chanting, uh, what was it? Simon sucks. Yeah. Simon mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people too. A lot of people that, that came up a lot. Yeah. He was, so he was doing a good job, mm-hmm. uh, as the heel who, who made his return after three years. And yep. he's like, Oh, we know three years before I come back. And like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? You don't want me to come back for three years? Um, he hit himself in the head with a chair. Yes. And then. And then fell down to the ground to hide under an apron, and then pop back up with a mysteriously bleeding forehead. I wonder, yes, I wonder how that happened. Uh-huh. Simon. And, and and then his, and then his plan was to throw the other guy onto a pile of thumbtacks. M- pile of thumbtacks. Yeah. But of course, that went very very wrong because Simon's like, I'm bringing thumbtacks. <laughs> hey, Chris, I'm bringing thumbtacks. That that like, means Simon, you gotta, that Simon, means you you're going on the thumbtacks, right? Yes. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Uh, so Simon gets slammed onto him. Mm-hmm. Um, from the distance, we're all in the back row. Uh, 
70 feet away from 80 feet, maybe, Drew. I'm pretty bad at that kind of stuff. Yeah. Measuring 100 feet away. Uh, you could see catching in the light the um, the thumbtack stuck in his in his arm and mm-hmm. his elbow as he got up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he took out some brass knuckles and punched a dude and, and then pinned him and pin pinned him and won, much to the, the horror of the crowd. And but si- that's way it's supposed to work. And Simon won. Yeah, it was awesome because the heel sometimes the heels got to win because he's a bad guy yeah. and sometimes bad guys got to win. So that was the second match tonight. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Best match of the night. I'm calling it a match of the night right there because we left. Because then we left after that. Because man, it was hot in that room, dude. It was. I seriously, I don't think the kitchen had their. Uh, it did not. Hood vents on. It did not for sure. Uh, because it was also like hazy in there. Yeah. So that was like all the, the burger grease. That they yeah, were I thought I thought I could smell Johnny's from down the road, but no, no, it was that place. It was that place, stinking up their own, and yeah. then people cooking in there. Oof, we had to leave. So my God, it was the, the second match. It was the second match because they had a lot of matches. Getting yeah, it. I didn't want to stay there for S- that much. Scott that Steiner one. was going to be limp his way out there eventually. Oh, it was poor gonna, man, it was going to be very sad. Yeah, uh, but we went and saw that. It was awesome. It was great. <laughs> Simon did a really good job. Ten dollars well spent. Oh yeah, I'll spend ten dollars like that to watch Simon hurt himself every time. Every time. <laughs> Next time he comes over, I'll hand him 10 bucks and a bag of thumbtacks. <laughs> like, here you I'll go, like, bud. Just do it here. So I, don't go, <laughs> I don't have to go anywhere. All right? Thanks. All right, buddy? Maybe park in the dark. Well, Drew was actually parking. Okay. I was stumbling around out there. Um, so, yeah, that was really it for me. A little bit of reading. Watched one movie and a couple episodes of Better Call Saul. Obviously, The Outsider as well. Finally watched it on like a Wednesday night, I think. Yeah. Oh, and then Oscars. Uh... Real quick, generic Oscar talk, since we put out a whole Patreon episode on it immediately the day after. Uh, but for our non-Patreon listeners, the Oscars happened. Yeah, they did. And but people won some stuff. People won some stuff. Can you believe that? Congratulations to those people. Man, that was crazy. Congratulations, people, for winning stuff. Uh, if you haven't seen Parasite, see it. If you're the type of person who's like sees it and it's like, oh, that wasn't worthy of an award, well, then maybe just stop watching movies at all and, I don't know, uh, yeah. kill yourself? I is mean, that, that's that, maybe that, a little that harsh. That's maybe a little extreme. That's a little extreme. How about just uh, maim yourself? Is that the same? To hurt yourself. Iron. Iron to the thigh. Hot iron to the thigh. And tell yourself no one loves Remind yourself that no one loves you. I could just jump on a pile of thumbtacks. No, because you do that for entertainment of others. I'm talking about someone doing this uh, to themselves in the privacy of their room, not even on a webcam for like dark web purposes. Don't you dare put this on the dark web. <laughs> Don't you dare do that and then put it on the dark web and try to profit off it. How dare you? You probably could. You know what? I have an appointment with a webcam guy this afternoon. Oh, do you? So Okay, I'm gotcha. Set, I'm setting up a... Uh... Yep, sure you are. Uh-huh. Drew, can you... Uh, uh... Plug in that iron behind you real quick. <laughs> we need to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back. I got... Uh, let me, I'm going to check the Facebook uh, comment thread. Check the emails. Don't forget to meme yourself. I'm gonna, I'm all, no, that's with the webcam guy. I can't do it for free. Um, and then we have a bunch of news stories and such like that. Uh, but before any of that, here is Billy Dee's Death at the Movies, where he saw Drusa Cogburn... Or am I doing this before or after? I don't know. You tell me. Let me double check here. No, that's how the episode started. But I wanted to bring this up. I didn't know where I was going to put it. I'll put it at the beginning of the episode. So you should have already heard this. This is a movie called VFW, Drew. Okay. We were just an army. That's funny. There's a movie called VFW. Okay. 
uh, that's a horror film. And then in Bill's email that he sent over the audio file with, he described it as, let me read it to you now, as we go into a break, he described VFW as, imagine Miyake made Assault on Precinct 13. Oh! VFW. Okay. So there you go. Uh, we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back. I just want to know what the stumpy count in this movie is. Hey, Bill, what's the stumpy count <laughs> in this movie? Let us know. Tweet us at Crossbody. So with, with just a number. <laughs> just don't, no context. No, nope. nothing. Just tweet us with a number for the VFW stumpy count. Uh, okay, break. So continues Ahora Con tu Sikagban Tu Sikagban A donde esta En el internet Okay On Twitter <laughs> At Tu Sikagban <laughs> At is, is that the way you have to say it? ChrisCrespo.com Right to that one Punto com Sounds really weird. It does sound weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a lot easier to say. Punto. Punto. You can hear me on Punto uh, Cinco WPRK. <laughs> You're awful at this, by the way. Just <laughs> putting that out there. Probably shouldn't have done that third dab. Um, here, Drew, take this. But it can help me on my journey. It's a Febreze scented garbage bag. Sweet. For your things on your journey. Cool. So, you know. Thanks. When your your clothes get dirty and you swap them out for your clean clothes, you can put them in the scented bag. Exactly. And when they come out, they're just scented and dirty. But then it's like, they smell like shit and uh, fake plastic. Uh, Here's, oh, guys, I have a, this is fun. Uh, Chris Crespo, Handyman Hint of the Week. Tip of the week. Here you go. Your tip of the week. When you go uh, to get some wood cut, make sure you write down the measurements and then and then double check them <laughs> before you get them actually cut, so you don't find yourself in a situation where you gotta walk away from what you cut wood Chris. and go to a completely different Chris. Uh, hardware store Chris. with the correct dimensions. Chris, I'm pretty sure it's measure twice, cut once. Still saying. There's a measure twice, cut once. That happened. The measuring twice happened. Uh, the problem was the wrong cut mate was no, made. <laughs> there was a wrong cut, so the error is in not adding the step of measure t- twice, 
write down the measurement, <laughs> save the measurement, reference the measurement, cut. There's like a bunch of steps that you're skipping. <laughs> okay. So, so I feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice by spreading this falsehood of it's the simplicity of measuring twice leading to one cut. Fake news. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's fake news. Yeah, there's a lot more, you, a lot more steps. More. more. Right, that's terrible. Uh, Drusa Cogburn's on Twitter at Drusa Cogburn. I am I, I am Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> are you? I'm not, I'm not, get that out of here. Okay, let's see. Uh, all right, so here we go. Let's do uh, some emails. Drusa Cogburn. Chris, Crespo. I hate their emails. <laughs> no. Oh. No? Oh, okay. Are they not? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there's one last thing we have to do. All right. Well, since there are no emails, that's fine. Let me go ahead and pull up here to Facebook group. Let me see. Facebook group. Uh, comment thread. If we have any comments here. Let's see. And uh, Drew's a Cogburn. First question is... I don't know. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, that makes that easy. Well, then we're moving on now to some newsy things. Let's see here. Do we have any news? <laughs> this is going to be a short second half, Chris. <laughs> oh, boy. That's old, that's old news. He weaving calls Marvel impossible. The cage. Oh, shit. <laughs> so Are you going to need you, some you, news on your journey, Chris? How you, how you doing, Drew? <laughs> Is there, is there is there really, really hey. no, nothing of any value happened in hey. the entertainment world this hey. week? Hey, hey, dude! I but, mean, we saw a garbage movie. Uh, his, so his, his was his. Okay, so <laughs> um, Birds of Prey. You mentioned earlier, Birds of Prey not not making much monies. Yeah, what's up with that name change bullshit? Uh, well, okay, that's actually funny. Name changes and uh, from the studio, the studio didn't want to do any name changing. It was the uh, the exhibitors. AMC, Regal, Cinemark, they got together and they're like, yo, let's change the type, the, the, the listings. So when people look for the movie, it it's pops up. Harley Quinn first. Warner Brothers did not ask for that. That is okay. not the Warner Brothers name of the film. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Is that weird? It so is. then people then see that as Warner Brothers thinking that the movie is in trouble and needs yes. help. Yes, correct. But it's not Warner Brothers doing it. It's the theaters. Well, I mean, it's still not really making any money. No, it's a bummer. We're only at like 142 worldwide. Uh, and you know who's mad about this movie? Who? People in New Jersey. Did you know Drew Cogburn? Por qué? This, this, this is canon. I did not know it was canon. Uh, uh, Gotham City is in New Jersey. Oh, okay. I did not know that. I thought Gotham... I thought it was... In New York. No. Metropolis is in New York. But it's not New York. It's in New York. And across the water... Is Gotham. In Is Gotham in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, that's apparently canon. So, people in Jersey are mad because the egg sandwich portrayed in Birds of Prey uh-huh. is not uh, a stereotypical New Jersey breakfast sandwich. I'll explain. <laughs> Two main differences. Jersey Cogburn. Okay. <laughs> difference number one. Difference, I actually, yes. I'm like, you guys write a New York breakfast sandwich is the same thing. Even though I get my breakfast sandwiches on bagels, that's because I'm a fucking classy gentleman. Uh, in the movie, it's on a ciabatta roll. He mm-hmm. butters up a ciabatta no, roll. No. Kaiser roll. Okay. With the poppy seeds on them. Okay. That's the proper, appropriate bread to use for that kind of sandwich. Okay. I mean, it's just a sandwich. It's but... just a sandwich, though. Ciabatta's fine. 
It's very 20, whatever, 2019, 2020. Uh, bacon. Mm-hmm. Is apparently a no-no in New Jersey. Well, fuck you guys. You, they, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Because they go with the pork roll. I mean... It's just a different version of a yeah. sausage type of a mm. head cheese. It's kind of a... Mm-hmm. That's why... This is why Jersey Cogburn. People who go on vacation in New Jersey. They go to New York. Maybe they stay in Jersey because it's cheaper. Then they go across the water to New York. Where it's better. Yeah. Just have a real goddamn breakfast sandwich. Yeah. Anyway, that sandwich in the movie looked really good. It did. Looked really good. I like the close up shots of the food cooking. Mm-hmm. Sloppy eggs. I definitely realized I was hungry as I was watching the movie. I definitely wanted that sandwich. Because I was like, I could eat. I could eat right now. I could eat that sandwich right now. I could eat that sandwich. I could eat. I could eat that sandwich. I could eat anything. Yeah. I could eat that sandwich. I, I wanted that sandwich. Give me that sandwich. I want that sandwich. Give me the sandwich. Um, A24 picked up Joaquin Phoenix's movie. His next movie that he's doing with uh, uh, Mike Mills. Remember 20th Century Women? Yes. Uh, Mike Mills wrote and directed that. That was his follow-up. His movie after he did Beginners. Okay. Which we already mentioned. Ewan McGregor. Mm -hmm. Right? And uh, Christopher Plummer. Uh, I believe he won for that uh, supporting actor. Anyway. His next movie is with Joaquin Phoenix where uh, he will be an artist left to take care of his precocious young nephew as they forge an unexpected bond over a cross-country trip. Budget $10 million. Says the project recently wrapped in New Orleans. Cool. So A24 just agreed to pick it up. Cool. Have you seen the trailer for The uh, the Green Knight? Yes, that looks interesting. That looks bonkers. Looks pretty, it looks pretty wild. David Lowry, uh, who directed that live action Pete's Dragon okay he did that and I didn't like it too much the Casey Affleck a ghost story and I didn't see that uh, that's I didn't a, see either of those movies I actually. think it's on Amazon it is Pete's Dragon is definitely worth checking out it's obviously on D plus right now and what was the other one there Larry in the in Irish movie because I believe he's Irish ain't them body saints I believe it's called with Kelly Murphy. Uh, is that everything? Ghost Story, Pete's Dragon. Pretty eclectic. Pretty yeah. pretty varied filmography this guy's putting together here. And uh, yeah, Green Knight looks pretty... Uh, like, like, De- what the fuck is this? Dev Patel is Sir Gawain. Sir Gawain? Sir Gawain from oh, oh, Arthurian Legend. Sir Gawain. So it's, uh, it's uh, I guess it's loosely based on that. Uh, which is, uh, hey, you know... What's it called? Public domain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, Guy Ritchie right. added uh, giant elephants with laser shooting pyramids to his King Arthur. So, oh, actually, you well, know. the same article goes ahead and, and points out here: eight two four has David Lowry's it. Green Knight. It's in post production retelling of the medieval fantasy epic of of uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. The film stars some dog millionaire, uh, Tomb Raider. Warrior, mm-hmm. uh, and other people. Oh, and the, uh, and the kid. Yeah, and kid who just dropped out of what? He just dropped out of kid who just dropped out of Wild Last Man. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Barry Keoghan. Keoghan. Release yeah. the schedule for May twenty nine in the states. Eight two four finance with Leyline and Braun Creative and Peter Jackson's Weta Digital. That's some work on special effects. 
Um, they just put out, a, I guess, a two-parter on uh, Corridor Crew, uh, Best and Worst Digital Effects, but it's all just the best stuff because they're talking to a guy who's like a lead dude over at Weta Digital and a bunch of work that he did on uh, like King Kong and Lord yeah. of the Rings and shit like that. It's really, it's really cool, really fascinating. I recommend people check it out on YouTube. Drew, Chris, they uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. We mentioned. We talked about Batman already. The screen test. The, the test footage. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I mean, it's Pattinson and bat armor mm. with red light. Very, so. t- very tactical looking suit. Yeah. Very hard. I mean, he, angular. I, I like how they got rid of the cowl and they gave him like a collar. He has a popped collar. Uh, to get rid of the cowl so he could, you know, move his face. Be able to move his, we don't see ear length. How long are his ears? I mean, they're kind of short. But we don't see. No. We don't see them. I want to know. No, you're right. We don't. I want long ears. You want super long? I want like five inches. <laughs> so like Batman Beyond, like the cartoon where they're just like, Wah-ching! yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is he going to stab someone? Does he have to duck in the doorways? No. Um, but that symbol is interesting on his chest. Yeah, how it's looks, uh, looks like it's a weapon to be taken out. It does. Or, it looks like some sort of linked something. Looks like maybe it's a uh, his grappling hook, perhaps. Who knows? You can pull it out of his chest and use it, or a, a, a batarang. I mean, I'm down with you know more practical Batman, pra- 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 practical man, as opposed to you know more just I don't know Jerry Bruckheimer nipples on suits, man. I want a bat suit <laughs> with like six nipples. <laughs> oh, so it's m- more bat suit as yeah. opposed to Batman suit? Yes. <laughs> okay. Or more anatomy card for a, bat- for a Batman. Give me some nipples on the suits with, with the capes attached to the arms. <laughs> it's like, why are they? It's like, my arms can't move all the way. <laughs> Alfred, the suit was a bad idea. <laughs> can, we, can we connect these nipples to, to actual milk? I get thirsty out there. Can we have one that's... This one, make this one whole milk. But then make this one non-fat. So this is the Lego Batman, right? Because that's what you're doing. This is my Batman. <laughs> it's your Batman as well, Arnett. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't afford him. It's got to be me. I'm gonna have to. Okay. All, I'm, I have to put all my money. How much money? I gotta put all my money into the suit, into the six-nippled suit that squirts a different liquid. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to play Batman. Okay. So and then it'll explain why I'm a I'm a heavier Batman. Yeah. Like this nipple's gotta be a. Can't, Alfred, can you make this a milkshake nipple? <laughs> just hook up, just hook up the Hershey syrup to it. Make this one a Hershey syrup nipple. What do we have? Two nipples left. <laughs> How thick is chowder? Very. <laughs> but we can put it through a food processor. Okay, Alfred, that's a chowder nipple. <laughs> I'm gonna be working a long night. It's gonna be a lot of work out there. We got some bat chowder ready to go. So give me some bat chowder. But don't make it from bats. <laughs> I like uh, some clams, maybe. Um, Peter, I don't think that would hold. I think it would hold very Batman, well. Batman, it's... <laughs> Alfred, just do what I say, Alfred. Luke just warm, fucking shut up and do what I say. <laughs> Luke warm seafood soup, running around in a suit all day? Ugh. <laughs> You're going... To, you, you are going to get food poisoning. I'm not doing much running today, Alfred. <laughs> I'm, staying, I'm staying in the car. <laughs> You're going to be shitting yourself all day is what you're going to be doing. My pants are still the cleaner, so I'm staying in the car. Just gonna wear the top part, just the top part of the suit. I'll scream at you from my car. Hey, Joker, come on, get back here! No, I, I can't, I can't get out of the car. Get the butter, Alfred. No, not the expensive butter. Get the 
No, no, no Kerrygold. Get the, get the, bat, the, the butter we got for this specific situation. Well, we, we, we had a cheap butter. It's actually margarine. I mean, it's, I can't believe it's not butter, but still, it's margarine. You know, that's not good for my <laughs> Uh Peter Sarsgaard is in the Batman. Yes. Matt reads the Batman. Yes. And he is playing uh, District Attorney, the classic Batman character, District Attorney Gil Coulson. I mean, I'm sure that means something to somebody in some comic book nerdery but it means nothing to me he says I've been around some big shows like this hint hint Green Lantern <laughs> and I've seen a way that can go both well and not go well it is so nice to have someone at the helm who is just utterly in control because it's like being a CEO artist you gotta have both things it's been a real pleasure talking about Matt Reeves goes on to say it's not sanitized talking about the gritty tone and emotional story it's got a raw power to it, a raw emotionality. Okay. So expect an emotionally raw Batman. Okay. Yeah. That's probably why he got his Bat voice from. Maybe from he, being emotionally raw. Maybe he talked to Andy Circus, and maybe we'll get like a Caesar, like a Bat. <laughs> ben, fight, cry. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That's my bad man. And he, and he had, He's Andy Serkis. And, and, and he, he touched like the, the white hand and put it on his bat face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> man. Oh, you Sad know what? parents. Al- Alfred could do that for <laughs> him. Al- Alfred could actually say those exact words and like anoint him Batman. <laughs> so Batman, you have been anointed. Dark Knight Detective. <laughs> One word. Dark Knight. Dark Knight. Uh... Ooh, this is funny. Natalie Portman uh, at the Oscars, at the Oscars, she wore uh, part of her ensemble, her jacket, had some names embroidered in the cuff, or okay. in, not in the cuff, on the lapel on the inside. Okay. And it was the last names of a bunch of female directors who made movies in 2019. And it was all about being like a support women artist. Uh, some people uh, kind of were like, oh, uh, Natalie Portman, why don't you uh, not really, you, you talking to talk, we ain't walking to walk. The loudest of uh, some of these uh, detractors, Rose McGowan. Okay. Coming out with the knives. Uh, and basically, whole statement here, but basically, people calling out Nally Portman for having her own production company that has made or has had in production eight feature films. Of those, only one or two have been directed by women. Those women, Nally Portman. Hmm. Their other movie had a, a man director. Mm. So people are like, Natalie Portman, you out here trying to be like, give women uh, jobs, but you out there are not giving women jobs. Well, hey, I mean, maybe she was trying to give women jobs. Maybe they already had jobs. I mean, there's been a rush of women directors doing some really good work lately. The, door, so. the door's been opening more, so the more names have become available. Uh, Portman did respond. Uh, and she was like, people are right. Oh, she well because McGowan went off on the people calling Natalie Portman brave for you know having the names on there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of overreaction. McGowan took issue with that, and Portman was like, "I agree with McGowan on the overreaction of that. It's not brave or anything. What I'm, what I'm doing, I'm just trying to get some attention to an issue." She goes on to point out 
and I saw that some people uh, also write about this, how she has done and produced music videos, commercials, short films with a number of female directors. Mm-hmm. And then she she was like, I also have these three or four other projects that I've been making with women that all fell apart mm-hmm. at some point. Yeah. And it's probably because these are women and, yeah. that, and these projects are harder to make. My pro- projects that come together with men behind them are easier to get funding. So... Um, She's out there. She's saying she's trying, and she just knows that she has to try harder. And she, like, accepts the criticism. She hears it. She's like, I hear you. I accept you. And I will do better. Good for her. Let's see if she follows through on that. It'd be nice if more people just did that, though. Just be like, I hear you. Thank you. I am moving on. We are moving on together. People don't want to do that, though. They get defensive. You know what I mean? Do you? No. Go on, God damn it. Get out. Get out of my office. Uh, this is very interesting. Uh, Georgia can't help but be racist. Well, I mean, it is Georgia. It's Georgia. It's, there's uh, killthecablebill.com. Uh, did a little uh, research. Put together the most romantic movies uh, each state is obsessed with. Okay. And they compiled all these finds. Some interesting finds. Florida is least concerned with romantic movies. Followed by North Carolina, Georgia, and Texas. Okay. D.C., Vermont, Maine, and New York are the top four interested in st- in romantic movies, respectively. Um, residents in Pennsylvania are most obsessed with the Philadelphia story. Hmm. Once is uh, a very popular movie out west in states like California, Oregon, and Arizona. Delaware, for some reason, top research romantic movie. Curious case of Benjamin Button. That's weird. That's a weird one. Uh, Florida, Drew Cogburn is. Uh, why can I? It's so small. I'm trying to read it. Beauty and the Beast. Shock, shock. Surprise. Okay, yeah, Disney. Power Makes Disney. sense. But Georgia, movie that turns out number one for them, only safe for this one, Gone with the Wind. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Of course. There you go. Mm hmm. The uh, good old days, Chris. A couple states have a uh, her. Mm-hmm. That's. That's interesting. It's progressive. It's very interesting. Yeah, but they're not progressive states. One of them is like uh, uh, Virginia. One of them is, uh, is that Alabama or Mississippi? Ooh, Alabama. I, I, either of those having That's, her even on the list kind of yeah. blows my mind. Yeah, it's Alabama. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Casablanca for Texas. And Cyrano uh, the 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 Bergerac? Montana. Mm-hmm. So the four people who checked out romantic films in Montana were like, fuck Roxanne, just give me the I was about OG. to say, I'm surprised they didn't like Roxanne. <laughs> uh, Rick Moranis is back for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, a legacy sequel. His son is all grown up, played by Josh Gad. Okay. Rick Moranis is back, playing the same role. Joe Johnson, original director, back. Okay. So we're back to, I the, mean, is to this, the shrunk universe, my man. I mean, is the 
is the same animatronic company going to be making all the, the, the fun stuff? Because I want another giant real and I don't want any of the CG bullshit. We're, you're getting the CG bullshit, but hopefully they also throw in a good amount of nice practical fun. Because that was the most fun of those movies was actually all the practical effects. As a kid, the idea of coming across a giant uh, Oreo cookie or whatever it was and just grabbing handfuls of yeah. ice cream. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No. Was, then the ant comes along, but then the ant like, fought the scorpion and the scorpion hit in the back of the head. It was like, oh, shit. And the ant died. Mm-hmm. The movie was fucked up. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah. what were we, are we watching that? We can't be showing kids that. I mean, you saw Bambi, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> we start. We start them young. It's okay. It hurts. They can handle. It hurts. Why you got to bring up? Why you got to bring with up? the red fruit and grows? I mean, why you got to bring up my childhood you, pain? You've read that, right? Uh, why you got to bring up my childhood? Old Yeller. Yeah. Bridget Terabithia. Come on. All these dead animals and people. Animal Farm. Oh, Napoleon deserted that. <laughs> that fat piece of shit. Uh, Joe Carnahan was uh, behind the Raid remake. Okay. Okay. The Raid remake just got a new title. Mm-hmm. And now, apparently, they say it's not a remake anymore. Speaking of Frank Grillo, Frank Grillo, to star in this film, that this started, <laughs> uh, was supposed to be a remake, a straight up remake of The Raid, known here as The Raid Redemption. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just got changed to the name Zeno, Z E N O, which is the name of the main character. Okay. And uh, according to Carnahan and Grillo, uh, blibbity bobby boo. Well, they plan to shoot a movie first called Leo from Toledo with Mel Gibson and Frank Grillo. And then they'll be doing this movie immediately thereafter. And he says, the version that I wrote, they don't ever intend to actually go into the building. They think they're going to move this guy. So their whole operation is we're going to hit this guy in transit. It's not until they realize, oh, they're digging in, they're not moving, now we have to go in and get them. It's a very, very different script. It's really, really about the brothers. So the mm. whole brother angle is up front, and they're going to push it harder and somehow make it less about actually raiding the building. Even though in the end, that's what they did. They're going to raid the building. Weird. Weird. Okay. If it actually happens. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see if it, if it actually happens. But Frank Grillo, him and Joe Carnahan... They hit it off. They plan on making several movies together. Action movies. Hope, Let's hope see how good they are. Hope they're good. Hope you're ready, Drew. You you asked for it. You got it. I mean, they're still not making a rated R Punisher with Frank Grillo, so I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Will they ever know who had it? Was that Fox? No, New Line. New Line Cinema was the one who made the last one. Do they still have With the Ray Stevenson? Yeah. So where are those rights? Where are those Punisher rights? Well, I mean, Netflix had them. The TV ones. Part of the Marvel deal. But, but then they went to... Uh, uh, but then they had... No, I'm thinking of Ghost Rider. Um, David O. Russell hasn't made a movie since Joy. You ever see that one with Jennifer Lawrence? No. Where she... As the... The lady yeah. who makes the, mm-hmm. the miracle mop and yeah. then sells it on QVC. It's a pretty good, pretty good little movie. Uh, he hasn't made a movie since then, 2015. So he's got one set up now. Uh, it's with New Regency, and it's actually set up through 20th Century Studios. Mm-hmm. They dropped the fox, that's all. Dropped the fox. Starring Harley Quinn. And it is, uh, where's the title of it? It's called, it's called, uh, it's called, uh, maybe it doesn't have a name. Oh, it's untitled. It's called Untitled Drama. And the plot summary is being kept under wraps. So I have no information for you. Except that there's a David O. Russell movie. With a new blonde muse, it's not J Law this time. It's it's M M Rowe, but Christian Bale's still in it. 
Can't replace Christian Bale. You can replace a Bradley Cooper. Can't replace a Christian Bale. Although, can you replace a B Coop? Can't replace a B Coop. B Coop. Maybe a slow edit. What do you think, Drew? You'll see David O. Ross movie with all those people? Maybe. Sight unseen? Perhaps. Plot unknown? Perchance. Have you even seen Joy? No. When was the last time you saw American Hustle? A long time. Since it was in theaters? Probably. Probably. Me too. (laughs) How about Silver Linings Playbook? I think I saw that on television once. Ah. After theaters, I think. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, You hear that new Billie Eilish uh, James Bond theme? Uh, I've heard people talking about it. I've not heard it myself. It's a little boring. It's a little little kind of traditional. Just uh, on a slower end of conventional Bond music. I'm a little surprised. Expecting something a little more unique. Is it just a slowed down dark version? Because that's the hot new thing, Chris. Not even. It's just just like... uh, Quantum of Solace had a similar one with this guy, Sam, uh, what's his name? Sam Smith, Sam Bob, Sam Jones. I have no idea. Uh, English fellow. Yeah, very slow. Quantum. It's a very, very slow. I'm a little disappointed, I gotta say. Okay. I'm a little bummed. Well, hopefully the movie will be better. Hopefully the movie will be better. Uh, the Eternals. Is the movie. Someone in The Eternals. I think this is by accident. Let Slip, who is the first full-on gay-as-fuck superhero. Okay. I mean, technically, I think it's Captain Marvel. I mean, they, they those two have been eye-fucking each other the whole movie, so... Her and her friend, Maria, mm-hmm. right? Or that's no. the name of her friend? Something like that. Uh, and then Valkyrie is supposed to be <clears throat> at least a bisexual, but whatever hint of that that was filmed for Ragnarok was cut out mm-hmm. and I'm interested to see if this even makes it in the movie if this ends up getting cut out but this is this guy his name is uh, Haz Slamin a uh, Lebanese actor he's an openly gay actor um, working on Apple TV Plus series Little America which is produced by Camille Nanjani who's also in Eternals mm-hmm. <clears throat> he did this interview where he said I just shot a Marvel film with the first openly gay superhero, the Eternals. I'm married to the gay superhero, Fastos. Played by Atlanta's Brian Tyree Henry. Cool. And we represent a gay family and have a child. Um, he goes on to say, oh, when they ask her, there's a kiss. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's a beautiful, very moving kiss. Everyone cried on set. For me, it's very important to show how loving and beautiful a queer family can be. Brian Tyree Henry, such a tremendous actor and brought so much beauty into this part. And what? At one point, I saw a child in his eyes, and I think it's important for the world to be reminded that in the queer community, we're all children at one point. We forget that because we're always depicted as sexual rebellious. We forget to connect on that human part. Whew, my goodness. Fastos. P-H-A-S-T-O-S. Okay, sure. The character of Fastos. So, and I'm playing so- it sort of safe with a character that's not like a, it's not like a legacy character or anyone that someone can... Oh, you change this, you know, someone getting mad at, right? So you, you, you get rid of that argument ahead of time. So now you just got to deal with the old people being mad about them pushing the gay agenda, and, you know, about choosing that lifestyle. Oh, no. How dare, how dare they force that choice upon our children? Oh, no. My child shouldn't have to choose to be gay. Oh, no. He should be forced to be straight at oh, all no. points, right? I mean, pretty sure it's up to your kid. How, it's up to my kid to choose it, right? Because of the choice. 
Or just, just you know, be gay. It, it's a choice to be gay? No. It's a choice to just be gay? No. Right, that's what I said. Yes. Oh, shit, put this down, but there's one more thing here. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if all that gets cut out of the movie. If Disney and Marvel bulk, they shoot all this, they're like, yeah, we're great, we know what we're doing. Why does it even matter? And then be, yeah, exactly, why does it matter? Well, when you want to make a billion dollars, then you're afraid of offending 30% of the audience, 40% of the audience. Oh no! These because fi- you have to cater to hate. Oh and, no! And tolerance these, of bigotry. Oh no! These fictional characters are homosexual. If that's how even their culture thinks about it, because they're not human. So why are we projecting? Because our because my, I just want to take story. my kids. I just want to take my kids to a movie where they can watch these straight hetero uh, uh, gods from another dimension. Uh, you know, do fight evil in in a straight hetero way. What does it matter? Because uh, it has to line up with my Bible and my teachings. Oh, you're going to have problems with that living in this world. Not in this world. You're living in my world. No. How dare you live in my... You're coming to my world. No. Trigger warning, you're my safe space. <laughs> All right? I have my Bible. As long as I have my Bible, you can't bring your thoughts within 10 feet of me. Okay. And that includes movie theaters. Ooh. And I, brought, I bring my Bible with me everywhere because it's on my phone. <laughs> It's kind of weird, Chris. So, Sony slash Marvel just announced an untitled Sony slash Marvel movie for 2021. Let me guess. That has something to do with Spider-Man. It has to because that's all they have. Uh, so, what Spider-Man villain, Drew, could they possibly do? Who could that be? Well, I mean, it's not going to be Venom. Correct. Because they've already got that. Venom 2 is coming out this year. So, which means no Carnage because he's in that. He's already in that. Which means no Morbius because we've already got this stupid fucking movie coming out. And it's already on, uh, it's already on uh, the release schedule. And um, Jared Leto posted to Instagram doing reshoots. So they're in for just scheduled reshoots now. I mean, I don't, I don't even... I have no idea what they have the rights to. It could well, be... Well, let's throw some names out here. Let's see. And I have some... Uh, Names based on uh, interviews uh, recently, as well as um, projects that have fallen apart that I'm sure they can uh, pick from, right? Okay, uh, sure. So there's uh, Craven the Hunter's name has been thrown around for a minute. Oh, uh, Craven could be fun. That could be an interesting, uh, weird little movie. Weird, weird little movie. Yeah. Um, for while they're trying to make this, and then it fell apart, uh, Silver and Black. Which would have been Silver Sable and Black Cat. Okay. So, hot mercenary and that's a hot Silver thief. Sable, right? And then yeah. Black Cat's a thief. The That's their version. Spider-Man version of uh, Catwoman. Yeah, well, yeah. Except for the fact that in the beginning in the comic books, like, Black Cat is like a full-on, like, 30-something-year-old woman. And Spider-Man is definitely a 17-year-old boy. So it's yeah. weird. <laughs> She's a thirty-something-year-old woman. Well, she's like in her. She's like in her like like she's full-on woman. Spider-Man is definitely a teenage boy. Yeah, so, that's what I'm talking about. What, a lot of that weirdness going on. Which Spider-Man issue is this number? I know. I'll just, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just Google it later. Um, this one's been on out there for a minute. Night Watch. Night Watch is. Um, oh no! Yeah, a it's black, uh, black character, I believe. Oh, that one. Okay, so it's kind of like he kind of looks like uh, Iron Man and black armor with wings. There you go. Uh, for a little while, that was supposedly attached to Spike Lee. 
Okay. But then Spike Lee recently was like, nah, I ain't doing that. Okay. So they have that. Oh, interesting. Um, Man, Madam, they're really going deep. They, they are. Madam Web. I don't know anything about that. <coughs> it's a Spider-Woman type character. Okay. Who's like an Oracle type of thing. Sure. The Sinister Six. I mean... They've been trying to do a straight-up Sinister Six movie for a while. And you can break that down. Rhino. Doc Ock. Uh, Lizard. Who else is out there? Mm-hmm. Oh, Electro. Mm-hmm. 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 Goblin. One of them. Green Goblin. Pick one. Pick, yeah. a, pick a Goblin. The Goblins. You can do an odd couple comedy. Green Goblin. Hobgoblin. Moving in together. I mean, can we still get Willem Dafoe to be... The Elder Goblin, because yep. that was some really good casting, even for that shit movie. Willem Dafoe, Green Goblin, uh, Michael Shannon, Hobgoblin, Ooh. living together in an apartment, both of them plotting to kill Spider-Man, but also getting each other's way and trying to pay bills and stuff. I like it. <laughs> so hopefully that's the one that they're making. I like it. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see if that's it, though. Um, see, the, the, spider, the Spider-Verse continues to expand. In a weird way, but then also they're still working out that thing where they they're they're working with Marvel and with Disney, and mm-hmm. they have access to Spider Man, and he can be in their movies and will be eventually. Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. One of the most successful comic book characters I mean, in yeah. terms of movies, uh, cinematically, Spider Man. Yeah, the first hundred million dollar opening weekend. The uh, 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 to the point where Amazing Spider-Man comes out, makes $750 million worldwide, and people are like, this is disappointing. What? <laughs> $750 million worldwide? Uh, so, okay, we'll see. We'll see with the with the third one. We're at the final Marvel one, and, uh, and then whatever he does with the Venom, Venom 2, post-Venom 2 crossover-ish type stuff with Andy Serkis. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah. I guess that's it. That's it for that. That's that. That's that. That's all there is. Interesting. That's all there. That's all there can be, because we're out of stuff. Oh, well, there we go. So for uh, Patreon this week, we're gonna watch uh, a very special movie, starring Liam Neeson. Before he was the Neeson. Before he was a Neeson, he was always the Neeson though. Well, yeah, but, he, but before but he, he, but he was the Neeson, yes, back when he was just you know the Neeson. But now he is. He was just Liam Neeson then. Now he's <laughs> the Neeson. Now he's just the Liam Neeson. But now he's the, was this the fucking Neeson. Uh, do you remember him in... Do you remember him? Do you know he's in... The, did you see the Deadpool? Yes. Right? And he's, mm-hmm. the, he's the bad guy. He's like the music video director bad guy. Yeah. He's got a long ponytail. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was a real jerk. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. <sighs> That's good stuff. Yeah. Big penis, that guy. <laughs> a big penis. What's, you know, with, what's you know, with you and knowing all these strange just, facts about, about, weird, about actors with giant Why do we know this? That's what I'm saying. Why do we know this? Why do we know no, this? Why do you know this and why do you insist on telling us? Well, because everyone should know that that according to Angie Dickinson. Uh, Hi-yo. Well, that's her. That, that's just her name. Uh, it's in her book. She wrote about sleeping with him and compared his, uh, his generals to uh, a water bottle. All right. Episode 371 <laughs> of Cinema Crespedisa is over. Thank you, uh, Drusa Cogburn. You're welcome. You are welcome, listeners, for this week's show. Uh, sign up for our Patreon to hear all the good stuff that uh, costs monies. Uh, it's good, I swear. Ish. A dollar a month. Come on. Totally worth a dollar. A quarter an episode? Yeah, totally worth that. 
that's a deal. Crash, crash, criminy, crackers on a cross. I gotta go get me some dinner. Peace. PFT Media Production.